0: Record 37 of We by Yevgeny Zebnyatin. This Slippery recording is in the public domain. In Fusorian, Doomsday, Her Room This morning, while we were in the refectory, my neighbor to my left whispered to me in a frightened tone, But why don't you eat? Don't you see? They are looking at you. I had to pluck up all my strength to show a smile. I felt it, like a crack in my face i smiled and the borders of the crack drew apart wider and wider it was quite painful what followed was this no sooner had i lifted the small cube of paste upon my fork than my fork jerked from my hand and tinkled against the plate and at once the tables the walls the plates the air even trembled and rang and outside too an enormous iron round roar reaching the sky floating over heads and houses it died away in the distance in small hardly perceptible circles like those upon water i saw faces instantaneously grow faded and bleached i saw mouths filled with food suddenly motionless and forks hanging in air then everything became confused jumped off the centuries-old tracks everybody jumped up from his place without singing the hymn and confusedly in disorder hastily finished chewing choking grasping one another they were asking what what happened what and the disorderly fragments of the machine which were once perfect and great fell down in all directions down the elevators down the stairs stamping of feet pieces of words like pieces of torn letters carried by the wind the same outpour from the neighboring houses a minute later the avenue seemed like a drop of water under a microscope the infusoria locked up in the transparent glass-like drop of water were tossing around to the sides up and down ah someone's triumphant voice i saw the back of a neck and a finger pointing to the sky i remember very distinctly a yellow pinkish nail and under the nail a crescent crawling out as if from under the horizon the finger was like a compass all eyes were raised to the sky there running away from an invisible pursuit masses of cloud were rushing upon each other and colored by the clouds the arrows of the guardians with their tubes like antennae were floating and farther to the west something like at first nobody could understand what it was even i who knew unfortunately more than the others it was like a great hive of black arrows swarming somewhere at an extraordinary height they looked like hardly noticeable swiftly moving points nearer and nearer hoarse guttural sounds began to reach the earth and finally we saw birds just over our heads they filled the sky with their sharp black descending triangles the stormy wind drove them down and they began to land on the cupolas on the roofs poles and balconies ah ah and the triumphant back of the neck turned and i saw that man with the protruding forehead but it seemed that the title so to speak, was all that was left of him. He seemed to have crawled out from under his forehead, and on his face, around the lips and eyes, bunches of rays were growing. Through the noise of the wind and wings and calling, he cried to me, Do you realize? Do you realize? They have blown up the wall. The wall has been blown up. Do you understand? Somewhere in the background, figures with their heads drawn in were hastily rushing by and into the houses. In the middle of the pavement, a mass of those who had been already operated upon, they moved towards the west. Hairy bunches of rays around the lips and eyes. I grasped his hands. Tell me, where is she? Where is I-330? There? Beyond the wall, or? I must. Do you hear me? At once. I cannot. Here, he shouted in a happy drunken voice, showing strong yellow teeth. Here in town, and she is acting. Oh, we are doing great work. Who are those? We? Who am I? There were about fifty around him. Like him, they seemed to have crawled out from under their foreheads. They were loud, cheerful, strong, toothed, swallowing the stormy wind with their simple, not at all terrible-looking electrocutors. Where did they get them? They started to the west, towards the operated ones, encircling them keeping parallel to 48th Avenue. Stumbling against the tightly drawn ropes woven by the wind, I was running to her. What for? I did not know. I was stumbling. Empty streets. The city seemed foreign, wild, filled with the ceaseless, triumphant hubbub of birds. It seemed like the end of the world, doomsday. Through the glass of the walls in quite a few houses, this cut into my mind i saw male and female numbers in shameless embraces without curtains lowered without pink checks in the middle of the day the house her house the door ajar the lobby the control desk all were empty the elevator had stopped in the middle of its shaft i ran panting up the endless stairs the corridor like the spokes of a wheel figures on the doors dashed past my eyes three two zero three two six three three zero i three three zero through the glass wall everything in her room was seen to be upside down confused creased the table overturned its legs in the air like a beast the bed was absurdly placed away from the wall obliquely strewn over the floor fallen trodden petals of the pink checks i bent over and picked up one two three of them all bore the name d five zero three I was on all of them, drops of myself, of my molten, poured-out self, and that was all that was left. Somehow I felt they should not lie there on the floor and be trodden upon. I gathered a handful of them, put them on the table, and carefully smoothed them out, glanced at them, and laughed aloud. I never knew it before, but now I know, and you too know, that laughter may be of different colors it is but a distant echo of an explosion within us it may be the echo of a holiday red blue and golden fireworks or at times it may represent pieces of human flesh exploded into the air i noticed an unfamiliar name on some of the pink checks i do not remember the figures but i do remember the letter f i brushed the stubs from the table to the floor stepped on them on myself stamped on them with my heels and went out I sat in the corridor on the windowsill in front of her door and waited long and stupidly an old man appeared his face was like a pierced empty bladder with folds from beneath the puncture something transparent was still slowly dripping slowly vaguely i realized tears and only when the old man was quite far off i came to and exclaimed please listen do you know number i three three zero The old man turned around, waved his hand in despair, and stumbled farther away. I returned home at dusk. On the west side, the sky was twitching every second in a pale blue electric convulsion. A subdued, heavy roar was proceeding from that direction. The roofs were covered with black, charred sticks. Birds! I lay down, and instantly, like a heavy beast, sleep came and stifled me. End of record 37.